This is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Well, thank you so much for the many emails and PSs to emails about subjects and things you're interested in hearing from Modern Homemakers. I always have to say thanks for listening, but we want you to continue offering these for the next couple of weeks. The Sermon on the Mount is still on the table, and I think you're laughingly saying she's going to do that anyway. I am going to do some of it, but I also want to know how seriously I should dig into it and how many shows you might be interested in listening to about the Sermon on the Mount. So if you will send us an email. I'm responding to all those emails personally, and I'll look forward to hearing from you and the topics that would encourage you the most in 2021 from Modern Homemakers. One of the ideas was uh, the idea about how do we get into daily habits of being in God's Word? You know, studies, devotionals, kind of reading, resources for journaling and prayer. And I'm going to devote one show to that in the next uh, few weeks about habits and how we develop them, the whole concept of habit, and then some tools that I think will be useful. They were tools that are useful to me, and I often recommend them. I also want to thank you, dear girls who have written and said, thank you, thank you again. Uh, We received an email about um, one of the books. We gave away hundreds of books this last summer because we received a donation that allowed us to pay for the postage, and we delivered books around the world, literally. Thank you. You have sent so many notes saying thank you about receiving them, and thank you for reading them. And I received an email this last week about the book Hurt People, Hurt People by Dr. Sandra Wilson. And she said it was a life-giving book. I feel has given me long tools to navigate the challenge I face with forgiveness, boundaries, and reconciliations with people I love. Thank you for that. Thank you. I forwarded that to the author, and she is glad, glad, glad to receive it. I also want to thank you for listening to us from, I'm never going to spell say that right, shall I spell it? No, just Germany. A wonderful um, town, village in Germany. So glad she found our podcast, and we're glad to have found you. And your interest in people-pleasing is a good and solid one. I'm not sure how I will get that in, but I will certainly recommend a book, if I have not already recommended it, that helped me, and I refer to others in the area of people-pleasing. Why do we become people-pleasers? I think that has something to do with my response to the January 6th 
6th event in DC. And that's because we have an absence of character and we don't know what actually we should or should not do. So we fall into some behavior that someone else is expecting of us and we become people pleasers. Thank you for wanting to do something on the Sermon on the Mount. I know I'm giggling about it a little bit because we are going to do something on the Sermon on the Mount, but I'm just not sure how much. And I also um, heard from someone this week about how we might match um, individuals with podcasts. So I, I perceive that as you're wanting to have more interviews. You're not the first one who said that. We'd love to hear the topics you'd like interviews on. We don't like the sake of interviewing someone because they say they're an expert on something. Uh, for me to have someone on the show, it's because I know them well enough, I've read their materials well enough, that um, they're a person that, a person that we c can recommend to you. So we began talking um, earlier this year on the subject of finding quiet and silence and solitude. Never easy, especially in these days of pandemic, uh, cloistering, lockdowns, shutdowns, staying at home to protect ourselves from catching um, this disease. Uh, we hear of all the facts. We hear all the facts. 2% of our population will pass because of this. 1% has already passed. Um, we need not to be fearful, but we do need to be careful. So we're at home a little more, which means finding quiet can be harder. But I want you to know, as a young woman, I can still remember the need to find quiet and how many of us who were young women at the same time said, the only place I can really find quiet is when I go in the bathroom and close the door. And even then, my little children, not knock, 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 knock on the door. They want to get in. Mommy, mommy, mommy. And uh, there was just the need for five or six minutes. I can also remember a friend of mine saying, you know, you spend 15 minutes a day there. If you spend 15 minutes a day there reading something, you'd be surprised how much you could get accomplished. And I took it as a challenge. And she was absolutely right. In the course of 15 minutes a day that year, I read a rather hefty volume that I've been putting off starting. And I read it, and I think I remember it more because I read it in 15 days. So I want to talk to you a little bit about a resource that you can find on our website. It's in the free resource area called Sacred Listening. And it's 10 Steps to listening. Now, don't you just love 10 steps? You want to hear them. But I, I want to give you a little bit of an overview about these 10 steps. First of all, every day, generally speaking, we write 9%, we read 16%, we speak 25 to 30%, and we listen 50%. Now, just Take that into your scope and think about today. How much have you listened to today, including this podcast, to your children, to someone on the radio as you went to work, if you went to work, to the news? Listening. We do more listening than anything else. Years ago, I took a course, a week-long course on the practice of listening, and I was amazed that... Um, we have an attention span years ago of 22 seconds for adults. I, I have to say that I think that probably is shorter than it was then. A Quaker 
Steve Douglas said, to listen another soul into a condition of disclosure and discovery may be almost the greatest service that any human being ever performed for another. In my work as a spiritual director, I listen to people talk for an hour at a time, and they are shedding, they are asking God for direction, they are talking about what's going on. It's a discipline. It's a discipline to learn to listen. Mm -hmm. If my young friend was right that maybe January 6th would not have happened in America if people had felt that they had been heard. Now, that has a very complicated definition, which I'm not taking time to talk about. But today, I want to talk about 10 simple ways that you can become a better listener. Remember, this is about you serving others, not about others serving you. But they'll watch you, and perhaps they'll grow from it. Stop talking. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, when I read that out loud to myself, I say to myself, yeah, that seems obvious. But, but it's not as obvious as you think. We need to stop talking and stop talking over one another. Stop interrupting. Stop uh, waiting for someone to talk, to finish talking, so I can start talking. And that's the second thing. But notice in yourself, are you interrupting? Just are you interrupting? Now, I have another group of young women um, in my world, and when they get together, they laugh and they're raucous, and nobody does talking over each other. Somehow or another, I think the talking over each other is a cacophony of voices. I think I hear them all, but they're smart and they're funny, and it isn't the entire time we're together. It's just sort of a preview of what's to come. So don't misunderstand me that I don't want there to be any levity or jocular kind of conversation, but stop talking. Secondly, pause before you speak. Pause before you speak. Why? Well, in the first place, it's very honoring and respectful. Even if you're not thinking intently about what the person just said, at least the person who has been talking before you start to talk knows that you're pausing long enough to make sure they're finished, that they've been heard. Pause before you start to talk. And, and notice what happens when you pause. Just here in this second, as I paused, I thought, have I said everything that I wanted to say about point number one, stop talking? There's a peacefulness that happens when you pause before you start to speak. Three, pay attention. Listen to yourself while you're listening to someone else talk. Be in touch with your own inner voice. Are you thinking, when will she ever stop talking? How do I get out of this conversation? Oh, drone, drone. I've heard this before. I don't like this conversation. I don't like where this conversation is going. I don't believe this conversation is true. I mean, those are some of the millions of things that have run through my mind at times when I'm in a conversation. But when I stop to pay attention, and I listen to myself, then I know where I am in regard to the person who is speaking. We are to listen to people in a true and 
kind sense. And when we pause long enough to pay attention to what that person has just said, I assure you that what you will respond will be different. If nothing else, you may respond with a comment about what that person just said. I think oftentimes we do hear what people are saying, but we don't pause long enough to say, I hear you, I get that. Or what you're saying is more important than what I've been thinking, so I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Step number four, listen for understanding. Now, understanding is different than agreement. Listen for understanding, not just agreement. Maybe it's a new, a new, a new thought to you. Maybe it's an old thought to you. Maybe the old thought suddenly looks like a thought you would like to entertain. But listen for understanding. Listen, listen inside for understanding. And listen for that internal judgment. So easy for us to pass judgment. Self-judgment and other judgment. And if you listen for understanding, you'll be able to have that discernment of why you've been listening to the person who's been speaking and how you've been listening to. And then the five, be patient and present. Ask for clarification. If you listen for understanding and you have been paying attention to what they're saying, then there will almost surely have something they've said that you can ask them to clarify. Why did you come? I often think when I'm engaged in a conversation, why, why am I engaged in this conversation? Hmm. Sometimes I engage in this conversation because I have a speech to give. Sometimes I engage in this conversation because I've got orders to issue and things to be done. Sometimes I engage in this conversation very sacrificially, and I've just come to listen to someone's heart. But I know why I came to the conversation. And when I'm selfish, I don't need any clarification. I just want you to get done so I can start. Six, listen with an open mind. Again, when you listen with an open mind, you can assure the speaker who has been speaking has been heard. Not the yes, but, or you should, or uh, no, we affirm one another by listening and listening with an open mind and listening to ourselves. Be patient and be present and listen. And then listen to yourself as you start to speak. Listen to yourself. What words are you saying? Are you thoughtful? Are you respectful? Do you have something to say or are you just wanting to get your time in? I am a talker. Uh, I often laugh about my spiritual gifts, which include teaching. And well, I think, well, that was lovely of God because I'm a talker. But it's not as easy to listen as it is to talk. And I will tell you that in the times that I wasn't listening and was just talking myself, I often got myself in trouble. So listen with an open mind, listen to yourself and ask for clarification. And then nine, let the speaker know that you 
have heard what they're saying. Respond to that. That may not be the right number, audience. I'm sorry, that may be eight. But let the speaker know that you've heard by giving some feedback of the words they've used. Then pay attention to your environment. Pay attention to your environment. I like to think about getting my environment ready. When I meet with women in spiritual direction, they come into my space, uh, at least they do when there isn't a pandemic on, but even when they come by Zoom or phone, I want my space to be a space that's not distracting. So I'm gonna pay attention to my environment. And I want my desk to be cleared if they're in my study. I, I want there to not be distractions. I don't want them to look up and say, well, that's a funny picture. wonder why that's there. Or I want there to be no background noses. I want to make sure that my telephone is off, off and put away. That is a hard one today when we are 24-7 attached to the telephone. Unless you have a situation that requires immediate response to a health issue, a sort of do or die issue, then I recommend when you engage in conversation with someone, you turn your phone off, not just put it next to you and you can see the words flashing or feel the vibration or hear the beep. Those are distracting. Let the speaker know that you've heard because you have done something with your environment. Notice your own environment when you are speaking. Maybe where you are, it doesn't, it's not conducive to it. I was not long ago in a restaurant that was so noisy, it was so noisy. And the table behind us, which was close, so it must might have been a year ago because it was before the pandemic then, but they were talking very loudly and I was having a very quiet conversation with two people and I literally turned my face to the table and said, would you mind? I have a little hearing issue more than that. Your voices are so much louder, I can't hear. And, and they just said, smiled and nodded and said it was okay. And I was so grateful. But the environment was not a good environment for listening seriously. And then lastly, um, listen with empathy and compassion. Listen with empathy and compassion. What is empathy? I understand. Compassion. I Feel as Christ feels with love and tenderness toward your words, toward your needs. Uh, sometimes a person we meet with is angry about something. Listen with compassion and understanding without condemnation and judgment. Listening is an art, it's a choice, and it's a gift. Listening is an art, a choice, and it's a gift. And I would recommend to you some daily practices. I don't really need to know what you do in life. I just need to know that you live in America or somewhere that has technology in this world, which is everywhere. 2021, life is faster, life is noisier, and we all need to have more silence and better gifts and better art in listening. So I want to just suggest to you a couple of daily practices. Find one minute a day, literally one minute a day, or maybe one minute an hour to quiet down and spend 60 seconds being quiet. Let your inner reflection 
for one minute of day and your mindfulness about something other than you and your agenda and where you need to be and what you need to have finished by the end of the day. These daily practices will do two things. The first thing they will do is they will give you a skill set to listen. The second thing, they will cause your desire to pay attention, to be a sacred listener, to welcome others into your world by listening to them to grow. Being listened to is so close to being love that most people cannot tell the difference. I love this quote. I'm not sure who the author is, but I have used it a number of years. Ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. I've said to you as moms, don't tell your children to hurry up. Well, don't tell your children to hurry up. But more than that, don't tell yourself or God to hurry up. Take time to listen. I'm Donna Otto, and this is Modern Homemakers. Thank you for joining us. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of listening to one person.